grace and peace to you in the name of Jesus. As we begin this devotional time, take just a few moments to enter into the holiness of God. Perhaps you're in a place where you can sit calmly, or maybe you can light candles, or perhaps you find yourself on the go. Wherever you find yourself this day, take just a moment to step away from the busyness and distraction of the day. Take just a moment to listen to the sound of your own breathing. Breathe in and hold the gift of God's Spirit there. Then breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. Each time you breathe in, notice how God blesses you with each breath. And each time you breathe out, notice how that blessing of God is also for the whole world. Breathe in and breathe out. As we begin this time of Advent devotion, No matter what's going on in the world today or in your own life, know that this day, now, in this moment, you join with Anna, Simeon, Zechariah, and all God's people in being a recipient of God's tender mercies, dawning from on high, giving light to you when you sit in darkness, and guiding your feet into the way of peace. Today, December 2nd, we are reading together the second chapter of the Gospel of Luke. Our focus reading for today comes from Luke chapter 2, verses 1 to 20. In those days a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph who went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged, and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in bands of cloth, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, 
and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. Christmas may be canceled. So say some commentators fretting over the growing supply chain issues. We may not be able to get those fancy new electronics or that special item that will just revolutionize our lives in time for Christmas because they're bobbing on the open seas outside some port somewhere. So Christmas may be canceled. It's ridiculous, of course. Christmas won't be canceled but it is a part of the season we are preparing to celebrate. There's always the rush to get that perfect gift that will just make the holiday. Don't forget the mock outrage over whether or not the coffee place will write Merry Christmas on your cup or simply Happy Holidays. And heaven forbid they choose a color other than red or green for that cup. But there's more that makes up this season. The race to get to all the parties and plays and dance recitals. Will everyone make it in for Christmas? What political story will spark our interest or outrage us on social media? And the list could go on. It all adds up to the chaos of the season. When we read the account of Christ's birth in Luke, the first Christmas, we get a picture of another season of chaos. A decree went out from a worldwide, for a worldwide census. Everyone was to be counted so they could be taxed. Everyone was returning to their respective family home places. Traveling can be chaotic, even more so when everyone else is doing it. To add to their travel chaos, Mary and Joseph were expecting. While expecting a child is a joy, it's also chaotic. And to add on top of the travel, it gets crazy. The pregnancy, the travel, the political grumbling about taxing, all of this made for a chaotic season. Chaos is a part of the season. It's in its very fabric. You'll often hear over-sentimentalized calls to slow down and remember the true meaning of the season. All well and good to practice self-care during this season, and certainly it bears remembering what this season is all about. But let's remember it correctly. It wasn't a picturesque scene of clean clothes, well-behaved animals, and kindly shepherds. It wasn't so much a silent night as it was a chaotic number of days. Mary and Joseph were far from home, giving birth in a smelly barn and visited by people most of us would cross the street to avoid, all happening on the backdrop of political unrest. It was to such a chaotic world as this, to such a chaotic world as ours, that Christ comes to be with us. Mary's response is a helpful lesson for us. Scripture tells us that she treasured these things and pondered them in her heart. How can we, like Mary, discern the presence of Christ coming to be with us, not in spite of, but rather in the midst of the chaos around us. When the politics of the day bear down, there the Christ child's love can be found. When the grime and stench of life overwhelmed, there the Christ child's peace can be found. 
When we run from one event to the next, chase after that elusive present, labor over a thankless meal, and fret over unexpected visitors, there the Christ child's joy can be found. So this Advent and Christmas season, may you learn with Mary that Christ comes in the midst of chaos to bring peace. May you learn to look for Jesus' joy in the moments that are perfect and in the moments that are anything but. May you treasure the moments where the cries of the Christ child break through the loud clinging cymbals and noisy gongs of the season. And may you pause to ponder what it might mean for you and our world that Jesus' love is with us at all times. Would you pray with me? There is chaos in human hearts, yet Christ is love. There is chaos in personal, family, and social relationships, yet Christ is peace. There is chaos in economic, geopolitical, and ecological conflicts, yet Christ is present still. Through our hands may Christ feed the hungry and clothe the naked. With our feet may Christ go and visit the prisoners, the forgotten, and the lonely. And with our smiles may Christ visit all the world with love. Amen.